Hello and welcome back to a very special NHL trade deadline edition of City of Bridges. I'm Anthony DeFilippo and today has been a very busy day for a lot of different NHL franchises. And if you can't tell what I'm referring to in the song before, or you didn't hear the song due to copyright issues, it was called Oh Sherry. Don't worry about it, I will be covering that later in the show. I will be looking at each and every trade that has occurred in the past few days, some more in-depth than others, and I will say my general thoughts, who I thought won the trade, and how do all of the trades affect the pens, if at all. Okay, I'm going to start with uh, a last night's trade, and this is something that I really don't want to start with because it was the Washington Capitals, the Pittsburgh Penguins rival, acquiring Ilya Kovalchuk from the Montreal Canadiens for a 2023rd round pick. Um... As much as I hate to say this, this is a really good trade in my personal opinion, and it was a really good price to pay for uh, for the veteran forward. Uh, Kovalchuk is nearly a career point per game guy, and even though he has fallen off since uh, his glory days with the old Atlanta Thrashers and the New Jersey Devils, this is a guy that has definitely proven he can still contribute in not just a point scorer, but an overall leader and a guy with experience uh, as his 32 playoff games uh, show. A definite win by the Caps in the short term and someone I'm not looking forward to watching against the Pens for the remainder of the regular season and potentially even the playoffs. Who knows? Okay, now uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit of a smaller trade, but something that definitely could be useful for the future. Um, I'm talking about Vlad Nemesnikov, who uh, was if you remember correctly, was good a few years with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He was traded from the Ottawa Senators, which personally, I didn't even know where he was. I thought he was still on the Rangers, um, to the Colorado Avalanche for a 2021 fourth-round pick. This sounds like a trade that was made for solid bottom six depth and is most likely the Senators just trying to get some money off the books. And really, uh, the fact that they got a draft pick out of it and didn't let him walk in free agency the next uh, this offseason, that's good. That's good for the Senators getting an extra draft pick. Uh, it could be an under-the-radar move, really, uh, moving forward. Okay, next, uh, the Edmonton Oilers made a move. I believe it was late last night, if not early this morning. Uh, they got veteran Red Wings defenseman Mike Green. Uh, going back to Detroit was forward Kyle Brodziak Brodziak and a conditional fourth-round pick in 2020. Brodziak has not played a game this season at all, and I don't know if he's expected to play at all this season. But I think they were just taking his contract, to be honest with you. Um, the condition in that conditional fourth-round pick is if Edmonton makes the Western Conference Final and Green plays in half of their games up to that point, then the Red Wings will uh, get a third-round pick, 2021 pick, instead of the fourth-round 2020 pick. Uh, 34-year-old veteran... He's been stuck on a bad Detroit team the last five years, and he spent his first 10 years of his career with the Capitals. Um, pretty decent trade for a rock-solid defenseman. Doesn't get a lot of points, but he is very good on defense, and he's now going to be joining a team that is in prime position to make the playoffs and maybe even go further in the playoffs. Uh, Oilers win. We'll see for now. Depends who that pick's going to be. But Oilers win short term. Now here is the first real big trade. Uh, this is John Gabriel, J.G. Paggio, went from the Senators, another Senators trade, to the New York Islanders, and here's the price. This is a 2020 first-round pick, as well as a 2020 second-round pick, and on top of that, a 2022 third-round pick, so three picks, J.G. Paggio going to the Islanders from the Senators, um, and 
I definitely think this is a really interesting trade. So let's talk about it. Um, Paggio, 27. He has not been good consistently in his career. Um, highest amount of points to this point uh, was 43 in 2016, and he has not gotten very close since then. He's kind of fallen off a bit. Um, he is having a historically career year this year as he has accumulated 40 points in 60 games this far, and uh, that is includes 24 goals. That is a career high, and the price paid here was very steep for sure. Um, also, one other thing that i like to add um, was he actually signed, I believe it was a six-year contract extension today. Uh, I was going to talk about how he's going to go into free agency. It looks like he will not go into free agency for another six years. Um, that will be six years, um, and I think it's a $5 million per year contract. So six years, $30 million. J.G. Paggio with the Islanders, uh, Lou Lamorello locking him up. I don't know about that, but we'll definitely see. Um, he could be used on the bottom six as a third-line center, could be used maybe even as a wing on the t- on the second line. I don't know. Um but I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the Sens winning this trade because look at all the draft picks that they got from this specific trade, and Pajot, like I said, very inconsistent in his career. But that being said, he definitely does upgrade the team. And um, um, how will this affect the Pens? I don't know. It's kind of yet to be seen, obviously. Um, at, but adding him is definitely upgrading the team. Like I said, um, I do get very scared whenever we play the Islanders because we have lost to them a lot in the past uh, 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 the past couple years especially <laughs> not gonna talk about that sweep in the playoffs um but he uh he was actually very good against Pittsburgh in the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago when he was with Ottawa if you remember that that was a while ago but actually not too long ago but it might seem like a while ago um and another Metropolitan Division rival a lot of Metro trades today um, and yesterday, obviously, with Kovalchuk going to the Capitals. And even the last few weeks, uh, you talk about Zucker, you talk about Brendan Dillon uh, coming in. I got a little taste to see him play. He's he's pretty good. I'd like to say Brendan Dillon's pretty good. But uh, talking about Vincent Trocek uh, going to the Carolina Hurricanes from the Florida Panthers for Eric Halla, Lucas Walmark, and the pro- uh, two prospects, Chase Prisky and Iutu. Luo Sterinen. Uh, I tried to say that as best as possible. I knew I would botch that before I even said it. Uh, That's very solid. Very solid. Vincent Trocek's a very solid pickup in my mind. Can't say solid enough. Um, He is a controllable asset, and as he has actually two more years left in his contract, so uh, unlike a lot of the people who were traded today, he actually does have a couple more years left in his contract. Um... He's been very consistent. He's gotten around 50 points in each of his full seasons. Um, he has been injured a little bit, but he ha- he has gotten consistently 50 points. So consistently, consistency, which is good. Um, now for the return. Eric Halla, been very good the past few years. Uh, collectively, he's been, he's been either injured a lot or just been uh, missing games for whatever reason. 84 points in his last 132 games over parts of the last three seasons. Uh, two of them coming with Vegas and obviously this year with Carolina. Um, that's all I have to say about that. 
Lucas Walmark, the other NHL player in this deal, has had a career year, 11 goals and 23 points in 60 games. Um, that's that's pretty de- I I'd like to say that's pretty decent, but he is a free agent following this year. Uh, but they might turn to uh, they might look to sign him for a couple extra years uh, following the season. Chase Prisky is the first prospect in this trade. Uh, he's a defenseman. He has a decent 31 points in 52 games with the AHL uh, Charlotte Checkers this far. Uh, that center EU2, uh, Louis Rinnan, whatever, definitely a hard last name. I looked for pronunciations, I promise. Uh, I, did, I didn't know I was going to mess that up before I came in, so that's fine. Uh, he does have 1.8 games for the NHL Hurricanes this season, along with 25 points in 44 games uh, with the AHL affiliate Charlotte Checkers for the Hurricanes. Uh, I'm going to call this one definitely undecided for now because uh, a lot of young people going over to the Panthers from the Hurricanes, and Trocek, we haven't seen what he can do yet. Um, uh, definitely any more people that were added to the Metro uh, does greatly affect the Penguins because uh, they're going to be playing the Penguins a lot, maybe even in the uh, playoffs. We'll see. Hurricanes definitely could be a first-round matchup for the Penguins. So could the Islanders, and uh, a lot of these teams are very scary in the playoffs, and we'll see. Um, Now we are going to talk about a small Philadelphia Flyers trade next. Now it's not some big trade, and I don't like talking about – trades concerning the Capitals and the Flyers because they are big rivals with the Penguins. Uh, but they did get Nate Thompson from the Montreal Canadiens for a fifth-round pick in 2021. Now, this is this is a quite, quite interesting trade that I'm trying to wrap my head around why uh, the Flyers would get him. But I guess he's 35 years old. He's never really established himself in the, in the NHL. Uh, I guess he does provide that veteran presence. And he's He's appeared in 62 playoffs games, so maybe that was one of the reasons they were like, hey, we're uh, we're going to get this guy, Nate Thompson, because he's appeared in 62 playoff games. Should be interesting to see. I mean, not much not much to say about him. Um, now, now we're going to talk about a Penguins trade that um, I think was in the making for a few hours. I don't know uh, anything before today if it was in Jim Rutherford's mind or whatever, but Patrick Marlowe... Uh, 20-plus-year veteran uh, Sharks and Maple Leafs and uh, even Hurricanes for... I don't even know if he played a game with the Hurricanes, but whatever. Uh, He has 1,186 career points and uh, one of the more notable names to have never won a Stanley Cup. He was traded for a third-round pick today to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, He's actually been very healthy in his career, so that's good uh, for a Penguins team with a lot of injuries. And I think I think it's a good trade. Uh, maybe maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's overall a good trade. And I'm thinking I'm thinking about a second line a second liner, um, uh, along with Malkin and Rust up on the second line. Uh, now you're asking about Dominic Cahoon on that second line. Well, I'll get to him in a little bit. Um, definitely a veteran presence. The pen, Pens have been missing since Matt Cullen retired. Um, so, good trade for the Pens all around. We'll see how Marlowe performs. Okay, now we're going to note a couple small trades. Maybe talk about them for just a couple minutes. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs, third-string goalie Michael Hutchinson, 
was acquired by the Avalanche for defenseman uh, Callie Rosen. Rosen is 26 and likely to provide depth for the Maple Leafs moving forward. Um, some Same goes for Hutchinson, who was the odd man out in Toronto uh, since the Maple Leafs acquired Jack Campbell from the Kings uh, um, just a couple weeks ago. And he could be the backup to pra- uh, Pavel Francouz. Well, Grubauer, I think Grubauer is injured, so that probably makes sense that he would be a backup and then probably go down to the AHL after that, uh, after Grubauer returns. In other depth news, we're going to talk about another Flyers trade, but it was um, an NHL depth trade. Former Penguins forward Derek Grant uh, for prospect Kyle Chris uh, Chris Kulo. I think that's right, Chris Kulo, Kyle Chris Kulo. Uh He's a forward, and uh, another real depth move. Not, not really anything much. To, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything about that. Uh, Derek Grant, very physical, pretty decent at faceoffs though. So, if you need an offensive zone win, he could, uh, he could give you a win. Um, now this is this next move that I'm gonna talk about. It's a major move. Don't get me wrong, but it's very confusing, uh, because of the circumstances. Now the Buffalo Sabers. Sabers got somebody uh by the name of Wayne Simmons. Pittsburgh uh Pittsburgh fans might be familiar. Uh first time with the Philadelphia Flyers. He was not traded from the Flyers. He was traded from the New Jersey Devils who signed him in the offseason for a conditional 5th round pick. Now, Simmons has definitely been on the decline, but his physicality rate has stayed very consistent his whole career. He has racked up 64 penalty minutes in 61 games. Uh, so far this season, so I think it's definitely just getting money off the books for the Devils as they move uh, move forward with their rebuild. It's confu- I think it's confusing. As I said, it was very confusing because Buffalo is not even currently in the playoffs. They're actually eight points out from a wild card spot uh, in a very, very, very rough e- Eastern Conference, as we've been talking about so far. A lot of trades being made, a lot of uh, additions. And an even 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 rougher Atlantic division with Toronto, um, Boston, and Tampa all there in the uh, in the Atlantic division. So uh, interesting for Buffalo why they uh, why they did that, but they did trade they did trade some pieces away as I will talk about later. Um, another trade by Anaheim saw winger Nick Ritchie heading uh, heading up to Boston. To take the place of Danton Heinen, who was traded back to Anaheim, obviously. Um, Richie has 19 points in 41 games this season. Nothing that really jumps off the page at you, but solid. Um, for sure, a bottom six guy, I'd like to think, in uh, in Boston. Heinen may get up to the top six in Anaheim because of how really how bad they've been this season. Um, this is a very... Uh, now, next, I'm going to talk about a small, hardly noticeable trade... Uh, from anybody. It was between the Senators and uh, the Habs. It saw Matthew Peck Pika going to Ottawa and Aaron Luchuk in a seventh-round pick going to Montreal. Um, very, very unnoticeable. Now, this is another... Uh, this is the next big trade. We're going to be talking about the Andreas Athanasiu trade going from the Detroit Red Wings to um, the Edmonton Oilers who have uh really been at, who have really added some people today added some good forwards um 
Number one, um, he was traded along with Ryan Kuffner from Detroit uh, in exchange for forward Sam Gagne, 2020 second-round pick, and a 2021 second-round pick. So it was those two second-round picks um, for Athen- the Athanasiu trade. Um, not much to say. Kuffner, not much NHL time. He did have 10 games last season, did not even register a point. And he's this is his first season in the AHL where he's had nine points in thirty two games. So he's still he's still young though. He's twenty three. So we'll see we'll see how that ends up panning out in the uh, in the future. Uh, so next, uh, I will actually I'm gonna talk about Athen. I want to talk about Athen to see you for a second. Let me uh, let me find him on here. I'm gonna see you. Okay. Um. Yeah, Athanasiu, definitely somebody who a lot of teams were checking in on. He's 25. He's really, really young. Um, 24 points this season in 46 games. That's on a really bad Detroit team, though, so he may benefit from being with uh, with some better players. It depends where he'll slot in up in Edmonton. Um, but in his career, 154 points in 294 games. Um, had 80 goals. 80 goals, no, 83 goals in his career, but 30 goals um, last year, 2018-2019 season. That was career high. That was a really good season by him. Um, And I think that's it. Sam Gagne, uh, aging veteran, just probably, I don't know. I don't know why he was in there. Probably just for a player to be in there. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Next, we're going to talk about... uh, Florida Panthers, very, very, very small trade. Emil Juice from the Dallas Stars. I hope I said that right. Lot of lot of names that I could potentially botch. Uh he's gonna go from the Dallas Stars to the Florida Panthers in exchange for a twenty twenty sixth round pick. So uh never heard of Emil Juice and uh I don't think he's I, I think he's gonna probably be a depth Maybe he will be in the NHL because of all the people that the uh, Panthers have been trading, but I think he, uh, I think he should be. Yeah, he probably should start with. Yeah, I think he's. Gonna, I think he's going to start with the AHL team. Okay. Um. Okay. Another Penguins trade, and this is going to help you understand why I was playing that song at the beginning of the podcast. Um. It was called Oh Sherry, and if you haven't already noticed or heard the. Penguins did acquire Connor Sherry from the uh, from the Sabers along with Evan Rodriguez, who actually requested a trade. I think a couple months ago, pretty recently, and they had to give up Dominic Cahoon for that to happen. Which is also why I said that Dominic Cahoon might not uh, might not factor into the Penguins lines anymore with Malkin and Russ. Now it's going to be looking like it's going to be Marlowe and. I definitely think Sherry could uh could bump up with Crosby again. That would be kind of kind of uh a good duo because they did have so much chemistry back in those uh two Stanley Cup runs. Connor Sherry, two time Stanley Cup champion. And he was helpful in some of those cup runs. Uh that's it for Penguins trades, but there are a lot of other trades that I do uh, none of them were as big as some of the other trades that I mentioned, like the Athanasiu trade or the Trocheck trade or the Pajot trade. Um, but 
Vegas Golden Knight uh Vegas Golden Knights got Nick Cousins in exchange for a 2021 fourth round pick. This is not a bad trade. Nick Cousins, he's actually not too bad if I'm not mistaken. Um Cousins. Yeah, um he I know he played most recently I think he played for Yeah, it looks like he most recently played for the Canadians. Um and he has had 22 points in 58 games this season. Um, previously also playing for Arizona and Philadelphia. Not too great, but definitely a good depth guy. Definitely a good bottom-of-the-lineup guy. He could uh, he could give you a little bit of contribution down there on the, on the bottom six. Um, okay, the Calgary Flames. We're going to talk about two um, forwards or two, def- two defensemen, sorry. That they did get, they got Derek Forbort from the Derek Forbort from the Los Angeles Kings, and uh, Eric Gustafson from the Chicago Blackhawks. So first, I'm going to talk about Derek Forbort um, from the Kings. This season, he's only played in 13 games, one point. There, he's 27 right now, but in his career. 47 points in 268 games. Seems more like a depth uh, defenseman to me. Uh, Eric Gustafson was the other uh, defenseman that they did acquire. Um, That was... Yep, that was here. Um, Yep. He has 116 points in 214 games. That's pretty good for a defenseman, not... uh, To be honest with you, it's pretty good stats. There, he did get 60 points with Chicago in 79 games in 2018-2019, uh, so that was last season. And so far, uh, a little bit of a down year, but uh, a Chicago team that's really bad, this pretty really bad this season. Um, 26 points in 59 games. Uh, so moving on from Chicago, and they did end up trading a couple, uh, another guy as far as I know only yeah somebody else uh who I'll talk about in a couple minutes uh now the Columbus Blue Jackets they were on the they were uh the only team in the metro that are contending that really didn't make a huge big splash for anybody in particular they were close I think on Athanasiu or somebody else at some point but they never ended up actually following through with that trade because obviously we know Athanasiu went to the Oilers so um Devin Shore from the Anaheim Ducks, who are going absolutely crazy today in terms of trades. And they traded away Sonny Milano. So that was the Columbus Blue Jackets' big trade. And Sonny Milano has actually been pretty good in his career. So uh, he's a solid guy. 42 points in 116 games. Uh, he hasn't had more than five he has five goals this season his career high is 14 in 2017-2018 season so uh that'll be interesting to see um coming up how he does in anaheim um in terms of the other guy in the trade uh devin shore he is also a very decent guy um just i like i said the ducks were going absolutely Crazy with trades, get getting people out of here. This seemed like a one for one uh, swap today. I think the Anaheim Ducks might have actually ended up winning this trade. 
Uh, Devin Shore, 104 points in 282 games. Nothing, nothing special, but actually a decent, a decent uh, add to the team. And like I said, 104 points in 282 games. So um, next, we're gonna be talking about um, Tampa Bay Lightning getting Barclay Goodrow. I think this is actually announced after three o'clock. But anyways, Barclay Goodrow going from the San Jose Sharks, who were very active today as well as in the last couple weeks. Um, he they went he went to the uh, Lightning for uh, and a twenty twenty third round pick, and it was a twenty twenty first round pick that went back to the Sharks. So that's very interesting. Uh, Barclay Goodrow uh, has been good. No, no pun intended there. Well. Well, okay. To say he's been good is okay. He hasn't been. He hasn't been that good. He's twenty twenty six at this point. Uh, in his career, he's had seventy one points in two hundred sixty eight games, which I mean it could be worse. Twenty six games in his career. Uh definitely a depth guy for the Lightning. Probably a fourth, third or fourth line or low third, high fourth line guy. Um, but anyways, they had to give up a first-round pick for him, which I thought was pretty interesting. But he's a young guy. I understand. Um, next was Marcus Hanakainen. Why all these, uh, very interesting last names today? Or I'm just completely botching up the the easiest names. But anyways, Columbus Blue Jackets sent a prospect, Marcus Hannah Kynan, don't I? I'm not gonna say that name again. Um, and it was a 2020 seventh round pick. Wow. Um, okay, that's very interesting. He's a uh, he's not too young. He's 26. That's still pretty young though. 15 points in 91 career games. Um, I mean he's going over to the Coyotes. He's gonna maybe get some playing time over there. We'll see. And uh, yeah, that's all. So I'm gonna say about that. Um, okay, I only have a few more trades to talk about. Actually, two to be exact. Um, the first one is the Calgary Flames. Like I talked about, they acquired two defensemen, but they also gave away a defenseman. Um, this defenseman was Brandon Davidson, who they gave away to the. Um, what did I say? Oh shoot! I lost my train of thought there. Sorry. Um, San Jose Sharks. That's my bad. The San Jose Sharks got Brandon Davidson from the um, Calgary Flames. 23 points in 169 games. Has not had a point this season in seven games. Uh, they, I think that makes sense for the Flames. They got a draft pick out of it, and they had a lot of defensemen after trading for a bunch today. Um, so this this makes sense. This makes a lot of sense to me. Um, actually, my bad, I have three more trades to talk about, and these are, these are very interesting trades, actually. Um, first one, Vegas Golden Knights, they got backup goaltender for the Chicago Blackhawks, Robin Lehner, uh, for goaltender Malcolm Subban, forward Stanislav Demin, and, um, 2020 second round pick. So, when I say backup goalie, Robin Lehner, um, he shouldn't be a backup goalie, and he he also he will be in Vegas too. But uh, if you remember correctly, last year 
he kind of swept the Penguins in the uh, first round of the playoffs, and he looked pretty good doing it. <laughs> and he, he he even moved the Islanders uh, further into the playoffs. Got probably got probably the reason they got as far as they did. He was ma- he made uh, some incredible saves against the Penguins, as I remember, and was very good last year. I think he's becoming a free agent this year. Should should sign somewhere as a starter. Really, I thought he should shine. Should have. My bad. I thought he should have should have uh, signed somewhere as a starter um, last last off season, but he decided to be Corey Crawford's backup this season, and now he's going to be Flurry's backup. But they got rid of Subban, who was the backup over there, PK Subban's brother, cousin, some, um, and a prospect and twenty twenty second round pick. Um, Leonard very good. Leonard Leonard's very good. I think. He uh, he is gonna be a solid backup in Vegas. He'll probably he's, he's definitely an upgrade over Subban over there. Um, okay, so now I'm gonna talk about two trades. Um, more by the Hurricanes, yay. Uh, Sammy Votnin is one of them, and the other one is Brady Shea. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about Votnin first. Actually, okay. Um, Sammy Votnin is currently tri- uh, injured on the New Jersey Devils, but he did get traded for Jan Kuokinen and defenseman Frederick Clayson, who I believe played with the Ottawa Senators uh, not too long ago. But um, Votnin is in. It has been injured the past three or three out of the past four weeks, so it should be interesting to see if he plays at all. But just in case one defenseman wasn't enough, they got Brady Shea, uh, who's very young, and I'm very surprised that the uh, Rangers decided to move on from him. But I guess since uh, Adam Fox and Tony D'Angelo are rising over there, it was time to get rid of one of them. Anyways, they got rid of Brady Shea, who is going to the Hurricanes for the um, first-round pick. Just a first-round pick, I believe, going to the um, to the Hurricanes. So, um, very interesting there. And that was a lot to get through. Um, all day, I was like, who, who's going to go where? Who are the Penguins going to get? Very interesting. Um, I actually did want to touch on how will the Penguins' lines look um, now that they've made all of their trades. So um, I think that um, I think that the first line will be uh, newly acquired Jason Zucker um, along with Crosby and... Um, Sherry, Sherry should be up there, I think. I, if the Penguins don't put Sherry on the top line, I don't understand. Um, definitely, I think he will be a, a good guy to be on the top line. Had very, very, very good chemistry with Crosby uh, in the Stanley Cup runs. And uh, he should be a guy that benefits from Crosby, and he has been in the past. Um, as for the second line, like I said, um, Marlowe's going to join 
uh, Malkin and Rust most likely on that on that third line on that second line. After the second line, though, it's a really really a toss up between um, Simone and uh, Hornquist and everything going on down there. It's really it's really interesting. And of course, Bukestad hasn't even come back yet, and I don't know when he's going to be coming back, if at all. But that'll be interesting to see. I think top two definitely what I said. That's going to happen. But below there, you could put a bunch of wingers just jumbled together. Um, of course, we have new uh, new forward Evan Rodriguez, who will definitely factor in somewhere down there. Um, but, okay, yeah, but okay. Um, now, defensively, well, we really didn't get anybody new, so it should be the same. But Marino and Dumoulin did make the trip, so it seems like it seems like they're both close to returning. Um, so it, it'll be really interesting to see the Penguins healthy against all of the other teams in the Metro. I think the Carolina Hurricanes were the most improved. They got a lot of people. They got a lot of good people uh, added to their team. Votnin, um, Trocek, and Shea. So most improved Hurricanes. Penguins might come in second. Um, Islanders did a good job along with the Caps. Columbus really did not. I don't know what they were trying to do, but they did not get their job done. If they were trying, if they were trying to go after somebody, maybe their uh, maybe their strategy was to stay put and not do well in the playoffs. Or they learned from last year where they didn't do well in the playoffs and they went got went out and got all these people. Um, but I know this has been a lot to digest today. Um, but I did want to get a full trade deadline episode out because it would be a lot to talk about in a uh, in a normal weekly episode or as it's been in the past couple times bi-weekly. Um, definitely, we'll try to get some episodes out this week. Maybe pre-game, post-game. I was trying. I was. Tr- I was uh, seeing if I could do, but I think that's gonna be it for this episode. Make sure to go follow my Instagram at City of Bridges Podcast. And if you have any questions or comments or critiques, uh, you could DM me there as well. Um, I do uh, hope that everything goes well. Trade deadline over. And uh, I will post more episodes this week. Uh, So that's going to be it. Uh, Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.